send in the clowns. Those daffy, laffy clowns. Send in those soulful and doleful schmotes by the bowlful clowns. Send in the clowns. Ready. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I am. Angry. I am fucking. I'm angry. <laughs> they're fucking winding me up. I am Jay. I'm Gaz. Brilliant. <laughs> and we are going to talk about Joker, uh, the new DC film by Todd Phillips. Todd. Is it Todd Phillips? I'll tell you. Yeah, it's by Todd Phillips. Brilliant. And how good is that? I didn't uh, even have to look that up. So I've pressed the wrong thing. What has Todd Phillips done before? Before he has done The Joker, which you are going to speak about in full spoiler detail, in case you couldn't tell from the title of the podcast. I actually don't think there's any way, by the way, to speak about this film without talking spoilers. Uh, The Hangover, he's most notable for. I also think he had a bit something to do with uh, old school as well. Yeah, so he's been a producer in a lot of stuff. He was only producer for The Joker then. No, he was a director. He directed, yes. 100%. 100%. Who's the producer on here? Your, well, who's, anyway, who's, who's it say director then? I don't know, I'll tell you in a minute. But, uh, he is responsible, you are right, for due date, old school and hangover yeah. as a producer. It does say that though. Um, that's a weird set of things, isn't it? Considering this. Oh yeah, no, sorry, he's down as the Joker as well, for director. And also, hangovers, yeah. Yeah, mate, he's 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 Starship not dabbling anything like this trip. before. Yeah, it's this not... is a big turn away from that, isn't it? Isn't it good when directors just do that? We, did, we talked about this, I feel, recently with another director who just did nothing but comedies yeah. and then just went straight into doing a serious one, and it really worked. And I can't think of it off the top of my head, but because all the way through this, I mean, we sort of alluded to the fact that you liked it. Have we? You sort of said. And that worked as if this worked. Oh, oh, have I just shown my hand? <laughs> Bad poker face, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Bad joker face. <laughs> uh, all the way through this, I was thinking, oh, this is, this is ridiculously well directed. I mean, even a, a rap, you know, we'll get to plots and whether mm. we enjoyed it or whatever later, but it looked, I think, fantastic. Yeah, it looked like, amazing. It was so well done, like, in just the visual of it. Like, it really took you to the the 70s sort of era that Mm. it seemed to be portraying. I loved that image of it. I haven't seen a film quite get that right atmosphere for a film like that in a a while, I don't think. Um, And I know there's obviously been comparisons to, like, you know, your Scorsese's and... Stuff like that. Certainly, there's a massive lot of Taxi Driver in this. I was going to ask you about that because I've never. Seen, the one thing I've heard most is people comparing it to both King of Comedy mm. and Taxi Driver, which are both two films I've never seen. Well, ta- I mean, Taxi Driver is a fantastic film, and there is a lot of shades of Taxi Driver in it. Whether it's a gentle nod or a lot more Don't of that. a, you know, they've they've copied it. Mm. The, I can Did see Scott why some people have something would go to do with over. this. I, I, I don't think. Well, I don't think so. Uh, but it is obviously like very Scorsese looking. Uh, but the the main thing is it's it's whether you would say it's an ode, it's a tip of the cap to that sort of thing, or have they just just pillaged it? Well, just because just even look it up you know now. the bit in this film where they do the the guns to the head. Yeah. That is straight out a taxi driver. There's no Just look that. it up. I'm telling you, I, I, I accidentally said to Eve on the drive home, I went, I think Scorsese didn't direct it. I think he produced it. And then 
I began questioning myself, but I do I, remember Scorsese. I mean, certainly as well with the fact that De Niro's in it, it felt very Scorsese. Yeah, mate, that's what I mean. But as far as I know, I mean, there's nothing on IMDb just, to suggest. Just type, no, but use Google, you merc. Just type into... You merc? Just type <laughs> Scorsese, Joker. Scorsese. Yeah, but... Do you know how to spell Scorsese? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I can see his face has appeared, so you're getting some work. Uh... Joker. I just think this is going to be a lot of people saying it. Let me have a look, because I'm an expert when it comes to... More than anything, I can't see. I mean, there's definitely, as I say... Yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go. So he has. He considered directing it... Okay. ...after his early role as a producer on it. So I think he he was on board for some of it. And then I did read, like, um, a month before it was finished... He had to go, I think, to do The Irishman. Right. He considered producing. I feel like he, he's, he has had some work to do with it, but much more in the background. Right. So, yeah, I knew he had. I knew, but anyway, we have veered ma- massively off course from where <laughs> we normally begin, which is, did you even like it, bro? I loved it. Did you? I absolutely loved it. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying they didn't like it. Have you? I've only seen yeah, one. Well, yeah, and I don't get why. And the, 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 I get the whole thing of people saying, oh, they've just robbed Taxi Driver. If you've seen Taxi Driver, it makes a lot more sense because it, it looks like say, Taxi I, Driver. I haven't seen Taxi it's Driver. It's basically the plot of Taxi Driver, but they've just put the Joker in Robert De Niro's Taxi Driver position. Right. It's like the slow unravelling of a man. You know, you can tell there's something wrong and each scene seems to sort of like make him worse and worse. Reveals another layer. Yeah, yeah. It, it is exactly like Taxi Driver is, but you've just got the Joker at the end of it. Right. I don't mind that. I thought it was brilliant. Look, Heath Ledger's Joker is going to go down in history probably. You know, no one's going to ever sort of get that again. Yeah. This is as good as... I I feel it was a fantastic performance. I actually would say the shade to this, because how how in-depth it gets into the character and the sort of, like, how the Joker got to be how he was... Mm -hmm. There's something about that that just made me go, oh, I love this so much. Because as much as we've had loads of Batman films over the years where it sort of touched on his origin. Yeah. The danger here was, oh, you're going to reveal too much about the Joker's origin. Yeah, that was the big thing. I didn't want... It didn't for me. It made me like the character of the Joker even more. Obviously, as a man who doesn't read the comics, mm. maybe I've never got that Joker origin story, so maybe that's why I loved it so much. It's how weird is that? So I really liked it, mm. like loved it, but I love it. For, I think it doesn't reveal anything about his origin. Mm. I think it, because the one thing I did not want from this, and I got really scared halfway through when they went, oh, he's Batman's brother. Essentially, yeah, separate. that made me worry. I, I was going, oh no, don't mess with the ethos, yeah. do not mess. And then the complete mystery of who this Arthur Fleck is, because he's adopted, mm. we know he's roughly 30 years old. Mm. We don't even know, he even says at the end, I never liked the name Fleck, implying if he's adopted, that maybe that was never his name. The adoption papers, if you have a look at them, there's a lot missing. Mm. Implying that maybe he even could be Thomas Wayne's son, and he yeah, was, and it was adopted. Yeah. There's so much mystery, and then also you've got to take into account is we're seeing it through some scenes through his eyes, and we know his grip on reality isn't right. Mm. So I think it left a complete mystery of who this man actually was. Yeah, I I get that. It wasn't like a complete unveiling. Of yeah, the which is what. But everyone was didn't wonder when you said back when this was being pitched as a concept. Mm. We're gonna do a Joker origin film, mm. the first reaction that everyone who liked the Joker was going, no, why? We don't mm. need an origin of the Joker. That's part of his, his, his character, mm. is we don't know anything about him. And that's what makes him more scary. It's like bringing it. It is scary, that first one, because the clowns and the shadows and the mystery. This chapter two wasn't scary because it's in broad daylight. I think you made this comparison of another scary character. Was it in... Was it when we went to see Alien? Yeah, Did you maybe. see that new alien? And it was like, yeah. they're just not scary in the day. Yeah. They just look weird. 
Yeah, I, I think there's something about mystery that's so much better than just saying, here it is on plain view. Yeah, I mean, the good comparison is, is it, I suppose, I mean, I didn't really like the first one anyway, mm. but my thing with it, certainly even more so in the second to one, compare clowns. Seen it, but, <laughs> yeah, um, is every scene it was in, I hated it. I want the new one. Yeah. <laughs> and every scene he wasn't in, I thought, well, this is quite a good movie. <laughs> How weird is that? that no, the I'm... only time I hated the film was when It was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I kind of get so, you on that. Yeah, very strange. But the, I thought there was uh, enough of an origin story in the sense that like, you could see him unravelling into yeah. the character. But yeah, there's still plenty that you go, oh, I don't know really I mean, where that's come from. Or... The big... Well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of didn't want to talk about it because I almost didn't want to fan the flames, as it were. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, how much do you know about the controversy on this film? I don't know much. I mean, obviously, as an, uh, uh, is this coming from people who read the comics? No, what's no. The I is mean, the, con- the controversy to do with applying mental health into a picture. That's no, because right? I have seen some stuff about that. Um, I it was more. So it got started by some part of the media that this film shows, you know, obviously a white man unraveling to become like essentially a serial killer mm-hmm. slash terrorist, and that this glorified him and made you feel sympathetic for him. Um, there's rumor now it's going around that it was Warner Brothers started this to get. Publicity. Yes. Right. In the same way Michael Jackson's manager used to spread around, like, oh, he he's the one Michael Jackson's manager was the one who um spread the rumour that he sleeps naked in a tank. <laughs> because it just meant <laughs> it was, it, people talk about it. Enhance the illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no uh, pub, uh, any publicity. Is he the one no who publicity. Started the kids thing. <laughs> no, no. We're just going to interview a couple of kids, Michael. No, don't worry. Um, it's all a part of the illusion. <laughs> but yeah, so there's been this. I personally don't see it because one, to imply this film makes you. I didn't feel sympathetic for the Joker at any point in this. No, I felt if the closest to the word sympathetic, I think is awkward. I might have felt like that's an awkward awkward scenario. But if anything, I think you said it really well. I felt like I'm watching this man unravel and I was on edge going, is is this where he snaps? Yeah. Is is he going to snap here? And it made me more and more scared of him. I think it was, and considering there's so many opportunities where if you film it wrong, if you get it wrong, you're going to make us kind of fall in love with him. But the Todd Phillips never did that. Every moment I was just... I walked out of that picture. I wasn't. I don't think I was ever cheering him on. No. I was. I was just watching him. Yeah. Which is. I, I think. Like, so it's interesting. I mean, there's the slight sympathy towards it. I mean, the way they sort of like do the scenes where the budgets get cut. There is a. There's an element of you going, "Ooh, you shouldn't be doing that." It's not. It's not sympathy for him as such as it is for people who have mental health. It, it, it's sort of the message in the film is you can't cut mental health. Mental health is a big problem. I think... I, I know, but... I, the that, be- that's the only thing I would say is sympathetic in the film. Is it is sympathy, though? Are, are they... It, I mean, certainly leaving people who have mental, men, mental health, are they not getting the help? But I don't think it was necessarily aimed at the character. I don't know whether that was just a sort of way of saying this is why we should be helping people I in don't society. Think, I don't think it portrayed a sympathetic look at the character of the Joker. Mm. I think that what you in that exact thing you're talking about made you get a disdain for the opposition. Mm. But not take his side. Yeah. In the same way that and this is the only other way I could think of paralleling it with uh, the prequels, right? Yeah. The way that in the prequels it shows the Jedi were just so up their own arse mm. and actually going about things very much the wrong way, that it changed a young boy into becoming the, into Darth Vader. Mm. At no point does any, not one person ever gone, I felt sorry for Anakin. No, no one. I, I get that's a good, uh, you know, you know that's correlation that, to you. Yeah, I think that I, but we got disdain for the Jedi, but without ever going, no, you know what, Anakin was right to kill all the, all the women, and the young ones too. Mm. You know, it was yeah. not never that. But I think, yeah, I, I, there's more. The other thing as well is people saying 
the amount of violence in this film, but has anyone seen John Wick? Yeah, I, I don't buy the, the violence thing. I mean, you know, yeah, okay, the, it's, a, it's a Joker film. There was obviously going to be a killing or two in it. I don't think there was ever anything. And, you know, even to the point of the death of the host of the TV show, mm. it never felt like it was too... I mean, you've, how many films are out there now where you think, Tarantino's gore, like it just comes like way out of. Oh yeah, yeah, like like he's still using blood bags. As you say, John Wick is a violent film. I don't see anyone really going mad about that. I think there was a lot I I seen about people saying, "Oh, they're just using mental health." It's almost like they've just used it to, you know, it was Mental Health Awareness Week when it came out. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't know whether that was planned. It was so weird. Think it was. But like all week in work, I'm going. It's mental health week, <laughs> and I'm going to see the Joker. <laughs> so well, that was odd. But like, I don't think they used it in a in a bad way. As I say, I think what they were trying to perhaps say through the film was that we should be supporting. I think th- 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 this is where As we see a problem this is where that. you get people say like it's PC gone mad. Yeah. Because if you didn't put that there was a mental health issue with the character of the Joker yeah. for fear of uh, damaging the reputation of people with mental health issues, yeah. you're you're not going to portray the Joker right because then what you've got to do is go okay, we can't portray him with a mental health issue, so we've got to show this character is completely sane. But mm-hmm. it's a serial killer. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. And if anything, you're putting serial killers on a platform. Yeah. It's the can no one who's played this character of the Joker without making him look like I mean, a, a good example, Jack Nicholson's Joker mm-hmm. was like almost the black adder version of Crazy. Just like, you know, putting pencils up his nose and <laughs> yeah. just putting underpants on his head and going, Whittle. <laughs> you know, it's it was that was it's a terrible interpretation of crazy looking back now. But you've gotta make this character crazy because yeah. that's what he is. I think the only other controversy that I seen was actually that they shouldn't be releasing it at all because of the Batman what? situation where obviously, you know, there was some guy Oh fuck me. went off and killed a load of people Basically, they said it was due to Batman. Yeah, no, and so... obviously this is a Joker film, so clearly, you know, someone who's fucked up somewhere could see it and go, "Do you know what I mean?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you could say that about any film ever. You yeah. can't just stop making films, you know. Like, I think it was just bollocks. I I, I I think that was bollocks. I think it was total media. And look, the, the stupid thing is, is it's very, very likely in today's world that someone is going to go out. Do you get what I mean? Mm. See this film and go, mm, I'm going to do that. Because unfortunately, we live in that sort of world. That doesn't mean it's the film's fault. That's no. the big thing. Is Yes, there are psychos out there who might watch a film and go, ah, I'm going to use that. But that's not the film's fault. That is the person who's there. You could watch any film and get something from it. Me, I mean, me and you, we're going to go watch after this. We're going to go watch Metallica yeah. SM2. Go back 25, 30 years, and didn't a lot of kids get like kill a bunch of people, and they were listening to Metallica, Columba, and Metallica what? got blamed. I think Columba, Ma- Marilyn, Marilyn Manson got blamed. It's and always like, someone. Did, and even going back further, I'm pretty sure there was the Ozzy Osbourne suicide thing in the 80s. Oh no, it wasn't Ozzy. It oh, it's a suicide solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been going on for so long, you can't blame songs, films, TV, games, games on people's actions. They need to be responsible for their actions, so I'm not buying that one either. No, I, yeah, I think that's that's almost why I didn't want to bring this up because at the end of the day, me and you are both on the same page of it's bollocks. Yeah, it's absolute bollocks. And if you listen to it, I mean, if you're listening to this now, I'm gonna guess you've seen the Joker, so you weren't put off by it either. But I just think it'll honestly, in about a year or two's time, we'll be talking about it. Like, do you? Do you remember when people were actually afraid of this fucking yeah. film? It's it's ridiculous. Disclaimer, if you're the type of person to go out and, you know, use any form of media as inspiration and you end up sat on a couch talking about us too. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean we've got I think the only person to talk about this, which I I didn't even see coming, but Joaquin Phoenix. Brilliant. Is it? He's in every scene, every fucking scene. I was, 
I didn't even consider that going in. I thought mm-hmm. it's gonna be. It, it's just one complete following. It following him everywhere he goes. And it was only when I walked out of the cinema, I went, holy shit, there was like no one else in this film except him. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was absolutely, absolutely captivating, the performance. I really did. And that's why I'm a little shocked at seeing the negative reaction to the film when people are being negative about the film but then saying, but Joaquin Phoenix was brilliant. But he but is that the film. Was the film. He is the, the film. The whole point of yeah. the film is him being the Joker. So if he nails that... Is that yeah. not the best film that they like? I don't understand. It's like not liking... Oh, I didn't like that film, so... But those two guys in that room, yeah. every scene they were in, amazing. Yeah. Well, that's the whole film. I, I didn't... That's one of the big things I didn't really get. But let, let's not take away from Joaquin Phoenix here. It was brilliant. Like that. That is like... For me, I've seen a lot of bad films this year. I really yeah, have. I've, I have. I've, I've been saying all year. I think it's one of the worst film, uh, worst years for films generally because I've just been waiting for something to come and give me something, and that, that's it's unbelievable to say. But I have. I've watched loads of films this year and for, and even usually I find these smaller films. Oh yeah, normally you find little independent. I've, it's even... been so poor all year. Don't get me wrong. There's been some good ones, but yeah. generally I think. There's not been that many where I've gone, wow, what a performance. This is it. This is this is it. And we're into, what, October, October. now? Oscar-worthy, perhaps? I think he's, he's being pegged I, for it. I think it's very, very good. And I can't think in my head, look, it's not usually the type of film we go for, let's mm. face it. Because but it's this not isn't serious the enough. Oh, but, I, but it it's is serious. serious. But it's still a comic book film to people who are on that board deciding mm. these things. That's the thing, is if they can detach from that and go, actually, this is a bit more serious, and it's a hell of a performance. This is just art. Yeah. I, but I, I don't know, there's something leading me to suggest they're going to give it to some boring shit house again. Like, what, like, um, something like Tom Hanks has been in this year, like... I don't even know if he's been in that much. I'm struggling to think of films. And last year, like, last year, he was in, like, loads, like, The Postman and stuff like that, you know, The Lonely Plane. <laughs> the Lonely Plane sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but I-, I thought it was amazing. Really well done, like... <sighs> the laugh. The laugh was great, and it, it wasn't like he was... It was... It's only take on the... That's the, the thing, is, again, really, is sometimes you see people portray it and you think, oh, well, the shades of this and the shades of that. This was just a guy unravelling. Mm. And I loved that. That was that was such an unhinged joker by the end of it. And what I, get, brilliant. I mean, what I was worried about when I was watching it, when he was being almost, what's the word, like any scenes where he's happy but he is medicated and he's awkward... I thought that is very jokery because Joker commands a room. He mm. walks in and everyone's afraid of him. But then as it kind of carries on, as to the film's credit, it does this with everything, where mm. it puts sets something up and you go, hey, hold on, this is not my Joker. And then totally knocks it down so he can't take his medication anymore. Mm. So he begins to lose it more. And you see as he relaxes more, mm. he becomes more jokery. Like mm. the whole scene with him on the te- telly. Yeah. I, I that, that is not the same man at the beginning, yeah, but it is that's the real guy because yeah. he's you see how relaxed he is, and it's even like he's he's like looking for the perfect joke, he's going through, and the way De Niro's like ripping him, yeah, but you can see him looking like calmly, like he's still in command, yeah, he wasn't getting like nervous and sweating or fear, everyone's laughing, and he could you could see he wasn't he knew exactly everything he was doing. I, I think that that's the clever thing of the character development throughout it, is I think there was, like, certain bits in it, even, like, as someone who doesn't, like... Obviously, I know the Joker, like, he's in loads of Batman films, but, you know, it's it's more a case of, like, you see him get more and more Joker every step of the way. So even culminating in, you know, those scenes where he is dancing around... On the stairs. Like that, where... There's a little bit of it at the beginning, and you think, oh, right, okay, well, I can see what they've done there, but it, it sort of goes away, and he's more of just like a sort of a mess of a man. And then it's like, with every like sort of step he takes along like his villainous route, mm-hmm. he becomes more and more like, I'm liking this. That's what I sort well, of got from it. And, it, you know, when he sort of killed the guys in the apartment, 
and he's running away from the police and he's dancing around the stairs. Yeah. And, you you know, obviously everyone's saying about the Gary Glitter soundtrack there. Okay, you know. Well, okay, I've got a bit of a controversial opinion possibly on this. Speaking of someone who has only listened to Lost Profits once since what happened to Lost Profits happened. Yeah. I was extremely drunk and it was like raining at two in the morning and I just thought... I just want to hear this album one more time before yeah. I never put it on again. I didn't know that was Gary Glitter. It's a good song. Mm. It's got no lyrics. Yeah. It's a riff. Mm. I mean, not to say, like... All I'm saying is, this guy was a massive pedo. I don't think Gary Glitter... I don't think he's got that that shadow on him in America, weirdly enough. I don't think they know okay. that. Oh, Over okay. here, we know him as a big, massive pedo. Um, but that <laughs> yeah. doesn't take away from the fact that, okay, I know he was a bad man, but that's a good riff. It's a good riff. Hey! It sort of fits. Some people are saying, oh, you could have put another song in that would have had the same sort of reaction. They put this one in. I... I I can live with it. I, I'm very much the type of person that even with the Lost Prophets, I sort of detach the music to the person. I can't use his lyrics. I get I get that, but to me, it's a song. If it's a good song, it's still a good song. It doesn't matter the person who wrote it or performed it. Mm. Now, this is the whole Jackson thing. I've seen a lot of stuff on that. And two little boys and two little toys. Actually, have picked up on this. Dave Chappelle being one recently. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. But I have watched that Dave Netflix special. He basically touches on this and says, like, people are still going to listen to it because Michael Jackson, the songs are better than what he's done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a harsh comment, but it's pretty fair because. If it's something like, you know, he was, I think he said something like, you know, if someone come along now and it was someone like Ed Sheeran was a pedo, you just immediately stop listening. Yeah, his music would just disappear. His music is not good enough for him to start fiddling kids. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I do think there's an aspect of sort of hypocritical thinking in that, that some people will still listen to Jacko. Although unproven, let's face it. I think and, he's going to listen. Uh, well, yeah, you know, again, Dave Chappelle said it best. If he was a pedo, Macaulay Culkin would have been on his hit list. <laughs> he said no, so. <laughs> um, the, I mean, it, the other thing about this is Wacking Phoenix is about 47, 48. Mm. And everyone was worried, like... He would appear too old. Too old to just be the origin of the Joker and then Bruce Wayne's going to be a kid. Mm. But... It's revealed he's roughly about 30. And he lost so much weight for this role that you can believe that this is a kid who got abused and fucked up so much that at mm. age 30... He looks awful. He looks shite, yeah. I didn't mind the age thing at all, if I'm being honest. Like, it didn't even really cross my mind. I mean, it's, it's, I suppose it's not too dissimilar from when you used to watch, like, teen comedies, and they'd be all 30, these actors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Like it's it's not too dissimilar from that. Obviously a very different context. But... I took him as being 30. Yeah, I, I, I was I, I was didn't... on board. That cat can fuck off. <laughs> um No disrupting the flow today, Jaeger, please. The what was it I was gonna say? Oh, so you you kind of touched on it before with him like he gets happy when he kills. One yeah. thing that now if I go back and watch it again, I'm gonna notice is that woman and his relationship with her wasn't real. Yeah, and I loved the way they did that because you didn't notice I was it. Like, Obviously, at first, I noticed. Was like, really? Yeah. Like, oh, so he's gone in and he's kissed he's, her. He's kissed her. What? And I didn't see that coming in a Joker film, and you, you sort of bought it. And then a couple of scenes later, I went, ah, oh, he's imagining these things. That didn't that didn't make sense because it's his grasp of reality. Yeah, it doesn't work. But it also showed that. After killing those three guys, it kind of hinted that that aroused him. Mm. He got a kick from yeah. it, and that's what he next sent him envisaged. Yeah. And it, I love all, I think you could really peel back loads on this film mm. and see more and more well, the interpretations. It's so open to so many different interpretations. Like the, the laugh, like how. He he can't help the laugh because of a uh, Joaquin Phoenix came up with that part, by the way. It's a, it's a really good touch, actually. Uh, yeah. It's a genuine neurological yeah. problem he discovered and was like, I and uh, he wanted to use that. So there's that laugh, but then there's the actual 
laugh that he has when he's fake. It's, it's like a fake laugh he does when he realises he's meant to laugh. Mm. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then he walks around the corner and just stop. Yeah, yeah. Ends it because he just he just thinks he has to laugh. And then showed him at the comedy club and he didn't get I, any jokes. Yeah. That was it was all so I'd, I'd, mad. Yeah, no, I mean I thought it was I mean we could gush over We are gushing. We are in such gush energy coming now. So whether we look at the other aspects of this. I mean was there anything you didn't like about this film? Not not that I would say I didn't like it. Right. Right. But... We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll come on to it later. Okay. We're obviously going to rate it at some point, I assume. There was, yeah, yeah. Two, and I need to explain when I've rated it, why it's rated, okay. what it is. Well, I was... can't reveal that yet because right. that's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> there was the only thing I, I didn't close to remotely like was at the very end when um, De Niro is interviewing him mm-hmm. and he reveals that he killed the three men on the subway. De Niro's lines are written almost poorly. I didn't mm. like how he kept like he kept saying, "But those three young men on the on the subway didn't deserve to die." And then he says something goes, "So those three young men who you killed, you think it's okay to do that?" And he talks again and goes, "But those three young men." I was like, yeah. "All right." So you know, you can't say trio of males. Mm. You can. There's other words. Can we not? That was almost. Yeah. That, and I almost feel like I mean. Picky. Like, the only thing need... about that scene that I thought was a bit off was how long it took him while revealing he'd done it all. Mm. Surely to God, at this point, someone would be running in and saying, get him off the air for a kickoff. Right? And I'm not saying it's in reality, it's a film for Christ's mm. sake, but you would either have someone come in to try and get him, no one makes a bloody move. At all. The guy's just revealed he killed three people on a train and not one person's gone. Oh, maybe we should do something like call the police. <laughs> yeah, well, know. before you know, the police were being called. Oh, you could, like, it shows well, you the guy, the like, showrunner. He was like the negotiator the showrunner, in there. Yeah, it showed that the showrunner wasn't in charge of the show. De Niro was. So he's like going, cut him off, come off. And De Niro's looking at him going, no, no. Like, this is gold, it's TV. The showrunner's doing that. Right. And De Niro looks at him and goes... Right. And I, I didn't notice that. that. That sort of explains it, I guess. That was the only thing I thought, was because I was like, well, he is, he's sort of, like, pandering to him a little bit. Like, from the moment he reveals he's killed someone, I would have thought it would have been a bit more, like, shock and awe from De Niro's character mm. as sort of, you know, an affable host on TV. He literally just goes... Right, well, I can see an interview here. <laughs> well, that's kind of what they play up to. Yeah. I thought, when it's building up and it's kind of making out he's going to kill himself live on television, mm-hmm. the only thing that made me think that wasn't going to happen was that you wouldn't have the Joker film end with yeah. the Joker just as he becomes a character kill himself. You just yeah. wouldn't have that. That isn't actually... I, I sort of imagined it was going to be the host that got it stuck it. to him, to yeah. be fair. But then it makes does a really good job of making the host actually part of the problem of society. Like yeah. he literally has just got him on for the sake of ripping into him. Yeah. When really he... And it's another unravel. Yeah. As well. Like, but at this point, wacky Wacking can read people now yeah. and he knows why that's why yeah, I always think he purposely takes ages to look up a joke to see if De Niro will say anything. Mm. And then De Niro does and he's like when he goes knock knock and he goes you spent all that time trying to look that up. That's what you're looking up and everyone laughs and goes, I wanted to make sure I got it right. <laughs> As in to say, you're, you're being cocky. Don't, don't push me. And then just, yeah, the perfect, just shoots him square in the head. It was beautiful. Like, there wasn't a lot of other character to it. So To who? To, to a lot of the rest of the film. There was obviously the mum. The, yeah, the mum who, she was weird. Yeah, and you, you kind of get sort of into it much later in the film that perhaps she's sort of... She's been responsible in a way, you know, certainly owes, if, if that sort of side of the story true, is true, yeah. that it's her sort of neglect of the child and allowing, you know, certainly an abusive stepfather to, like, beat him and stuff. So you wonder how much of that, I mean, has added to the character, I suppose, but that's all portrayal-wise, I thought, the woman did okay. I mean, it's almost I'm like... I'm not sure who played her, to be honest. It's like the whole 
Heath Ledger Joker was he explains his origin about three or four times in Dark Knight. Yeah. But you go left going at any of them true. Mm. But is and that's 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 the, probably the best way to to play it, I suppose. What how did you feel about De Niro? I thought it was. All I right. thought it was, it, it was good. Like he's he's recently been doing care adverts, so mm. it was nice to see him actually <laughs> act. Well, he is back in the Irishman, so we'll see. Uh, how I'm that not. Goes. Really, I've never really gone for gang films. So I I, I, I really like them when they're done well, mm. but it is a long film. That. Is it like a three and a half? Two hundred and forty minutes. So you're talking four about hours. Four hours. Fuck me. From what I've read, that's how long it is. So you, th- this is, uh, what's it called, Once Upon a Time in America, big film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that was, I think, over four hours long. And it's a great film, but it's one of those films where I think you feel four hours of it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I seem to remember like some of the Lord of the Rings films were big, but they actually went quite fast because there was a lot going on. No, they didn't. For Lord of the Rings, fucking sucks ass. <laughs> drags like fuck. I'm just like fucking throw it away. Fellowship of the Ring drags. Two Towers goes really fast for me because mm-hmm. there's so much action in it. Nah. But and Return of the King was really fast at the beginning, and then the last hour of the film could have been another four hours. It's <laughs> like, just like end it now. Obviously, there was Zazie Beats who plays. Oh, the, she plays Domino. Sort of, sort of love attraction. Yeah, she's so Domino fair. in the Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, you knew really her. Nice. Yeah, she's she's doing really well. Do I you mean, reckon he killed her? Oh, I don't know. Because he walks out the room, yeah, awkwardly laughing, mm-hmm. as in, but it's a laugh where it, it's the opposite to what she was either crying. Or, I, I don't know. I didn't really think too much about I think that. he kills Maybe her. Maybe he does. Mm. Because he walks at it and just pulls the trigger. Yeah. He's, it was Francis Conroy, by the way, who played Penny. Right. He's obviously the mum. Uh, other than that, really, there's not a lot of character in it when you think about it. There's obviously the two Thomas guys Wayne. worked with Thomas Wayne, but they're, they're all in it for, what, all of about five minutes, so... You can see in that the fact that we're saying that how much it is carried. You know, one man. thing did bother me actually. Go on, Alfred. He's literally in it for a scene. I know, but the one problem I had, and if I'd been like a producer, you didn't or... think he was like Alfred. The, the Alfred. Well, if Alfred at that age had been grabbed at the gates by a spindly guy like him, mm. Alfred would have broke his fucking arms. Mm. Alfred's an ex. Uh, war vet. Do you think they didn't pay enough attention to that? Even though it was only a small bit, you think they should have maybe just... I didn't want it to be Alfred. Bit. I was going, I want it to be... It doesn't the, say he's Alfred. In the credits it says Alfred. Oh, does it? Yeah, I wanted I it in the credits to say Butler. But it ne- it because never I had, says, I would... does it? No. Like in the actual film, so that's interesting. In the credits, I would have prefer- if it said Butler, I would have gone, right, just one of the many Butlers. So... Here's the big thing now. Go on. Because we've sort of just stepped into this. Why name that Alfred Pennyworth? Why name him Alfred? Does this... Because I really, really liked this film and I loved how it was shot. This is, for me, what DC should be doing. Like, this is the dark, gritty, solo films we've been talking about. Where is... Batman. There is the Bat. Yeah. <laughs> You're like things. fucking Ace Ventura when you're trying to figure that. There is the Bat. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is in it. Correct. Right? And it is set in Gotham. Yeah. Where we want it. Yep. It's a Joker film. They made it clear it was a standalone Joker film. Yeah. But my God, do I want Batman in this style. So, so can we... Do you, are, they naming, are they naming characters that didn't need to be named if this is a standalone Joker film? It's on its own. It didn't need to then name Alfred, did it? Because it never names him. So why are they naming him Alfred? I think, Surely that is a setup to something coming later on. I think it was, for want of a better way of putting it, and I think Field Mouse would feel like I'm throwing this around this mm-hmm. term, but fan service. I I feel like I didn't I didn't expect the Waynes to be in it much. I liked how it showed that they inspired Joe Cool, who's the guy who shoots them in the alleyway. He just goes, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna kill this Thomas Wayne fuck. 
but because Thomas Wayne's also been on TV and he's now part of the elite, which he's been seeing, and he's he even says on Joker says on tech TV something about Thomas Wayne. Um, no, that's it. He says I don't like him like mm-hmm. that. So he probably inspires Batman's parents to be killed, and even shows at the end him realizing what he'd done because he'll have read that the mm. Bruce Wayne. Uh, parents have been killed. He knows who Bruce Wayne is. He thinks that there's a possibility that they are in some way related and that's why he's laughing and she goes, what's what you're laughing at? Oh, you know, mm. it's a joke but you wouldn't get it because it's really personal to him and he likes that. I liked all that because it kind of, it didn't need to do that. Like fan, so fan service stuff that is unnecessary but is done for, but it didn't need to do it but it worked and it actually yeah. made it cohesively fit more into a DC yeah. Batman film rather than just be this character's called the Joker and that's literally where mm. all connections end. Yeah. I prefer that they did that. I get what you're saying about Alfred, but seeing as he wasn't mentioned by name, I feel it was literally just mm. fan service to put that in the credits of that. That was Alfred. Now then here comes the question to you. Mm. Would you want Batman done? Wait after this, as 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 not not necessarily a sequel. I was about such, to say I don't want a sequel. If if they were to come out and say right, we've we've done this film. It's been really successful. We like how it's been shot and blah blah blah. And then they say, well, we're gonna flip it round now then, and we're gonna do Batman in that style mm-hmm. where it shows almost like his unraveling into Batman. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that because I always I always think that's something that's really skipped over and even in um, Batman Begins, it's mm. kind of Christopher Nolan focuses too much on almost setting up the Dark Knight itself. That, I mean, no one ever really talks about Batman Begins. It's always Dark Knight and then yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Batman Begins, great film, but it is weird how he's talking about a, a boy who watches his parents get killed mm which then pushes him into wanting to fight crime dressed as a bat, mm. that we don't touch more on the fact that he's probably got real loose screws in his head and he has real relationship issues. Yeah. And people try and make it that he's leading this charming... He's a, it's like he, he's wearing a three masks. And Batman's the real Bruce Wayne. Yeah, That's the real... Bruce Wayne, the philanthropist, the billionaire, is a mask. Bruce Wayne... There's, there's three Bruce Wayne's there's, then there's Batman when he's out on the street is the real one and then there's Bruce Wayne brooding mm-hmm. and being a detective and I I know what you mean I think I really would like that I, I, I want the series now of films to sort of follow this suit where like yeah okay you can name other characters in it you don't necessarily need the other characters so I think if you did it Batman in a similar style and rather than have the whole setup of, oh, there's a villain at the end of it and he's got to do that, maybe it does just take him to a point before he even goes down that path. And it's his unravelling into that. And then almost like this, you know, it, it sort of gets to the end where he's sort of like on the cars and at the end and he's going, he's become the Joker now. He's named himself now from going on the TV show. Do you get what I mean? And it's almost, this is the beginning but that's it. I'd... And I'd quite like that to be the way they do the Batman film. And then if they then did a Batman film in that style, could they then do another character in that style? Like Penguin. Like Two-Face or Penguin or the Riddler or something. I don't know. I just feel like too much is made now. Of It's got to be a trilogy. It's mm. got to be Batman 1, Batman 2, Batman 3. Whereas mm. this is all Batman related. But you're going to do Joker. You're going to do Batman. You're going to do, say, you know, Penguin. Mm. And it's all very central on that particular character in that particular film. And you get side references to everyone else. I'd love that. I don't... I've, I've never been a fan of DC doing an entire universe of films because I don't think DC Comics works mm. as a universe. I think Batman's great, one of my mm. favourite characters. Batman has his own universe. His own Gotham and everything in it is so vast and expansive mm. already. I don't know why they ever sought the need to link it to Superman. Yeah. Who's, but I, I know their relationship is one that has lasted the test of time, but I still don't really 
want that. I don't want to see Superman in a Batman film. Never, yeah. never have wanted that at all. That's when Batman v Superman came out. I went in with, I was one of the ones going in with my eyebrow raised, going, this will be interesting to see if it, mm-hmm. it worked. And it fucking didn't. Yeah. But I don't, I think I'd love it if they started, because Sony kind of have picked up on it by doing a villain verse. Yeah. And I think Sony have even got the right, if they're going to own a property, Spider-Man's villains, he's got a fantastic set. Mm. Unfortunately, Sony is Sony and they're shit. So yeah. They won't do it. If, but if they did do this, so if they did like Riddler, mm. Penguin, and they do all these villains, whilst, and in the background, just like pointing out Bruce Wayne has gone missing. Mm. You can just see that like my headline in the background, stuff like that. Maybe it says like in the, in the Penguin one, it shows the in the, like a headline, Bruce Wayne has returned. Mm. Um, and it just shows, but the whole film is about a whole gangland setting up the whole, you're setting up the, 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 the battlefield for, yeah. and then your big film, which is like, it's like a reverse Avengers. The big bad is Batman's arrived. Yeah. And you, you can just have like a little snapshot into mm. him, but then it's about the villains dealing with Batman. I think that would work. I would love that. See, yeah, man. But well, I, but I don't want. I, I don't but at the think same it's time, happen because and this is the big kicker is I don't see them pulling this off again. No, as, as horrible as that is to say, this film sort of, for me, it hit the right notes in a lot of places. So the the look of it was very, as I say, it is very taxi driver. I mean, there's no avoiding that. I get why people are saying it's maybe a little too taxi driver, um, but there's not been a film like that for a while so why not mm-hmm. the color palette is amazing yeah i couldn't I, I was i was visually like it felt like it was in a comic book yeah but it it was real and that that's a real big testament you know even to the point of where he starts dressing up properly as the joker you still felt like it was coming off a comic book page in the colorization of it that's the only way i could describe it, it, it although it was set in real life it felt almost like, obviously, when they did The Dark Knight, that, to me, it wasn't comic booky. It was just real life. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like Nolan trying to make it. Yeah, and then, life. you know, you go to Batman Forever and it was completely comic book related. It was very, you know, very colourful and it was over the top in that sense. I mean... Whereas this, it was that fine balance and I, did, I thought they nailed it. Out of all the Jokers we've had... Not mm-hmm. including animated ones. Yeah. So live action jokers on on film as well, like not in TV. So yeah. Cesar Romero out. Rate them now. Worst joker to best joker. Hmm. I know I've got it well, now. I know mine. I mean Jared Leto is fifth still bottom. I think I think he's only fifth because of a really bad script. I actually do like I him. I don't like the look of it. Yeah, it's I, I a look really of him. I really hate the look of that Joker. I, I get it. You're going to try and modernise it. You've given it a bit of like Fast and Furious sort of chav oomph. Mm. He says some it cool didn't lines. didn't work for me. I hated the sort of like tattoos and the teeth. And, um, do you mean, do you remember you know, when... He had the flashy car and oh, just it was like hip hop Batman. <laughs> like he was just about to release a fucking record or something. I really didn't like the bling. I, I, I just didn't like it. I mean, do you remember people like pointing out, would the Joker ever get a tattoo? Like, yeah. people pick. Picturing the joke going, so I wanted to like say damage to my forehead. Can yeah. you do that? Can you? Okay. And then lying there while they're doing it, going, oh, yeah, this is going to look so sick. Yeah, I, I really that is not how. Didn't get down on that at all. And I don't think it helps that the films weren't particularly great either. No. Um, but, oh, God, where are we going next? So, so your options now are. Well, I know where my top is, so I could reverse it slightly and you tell me where I've missed someone. Put else. your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. So, obviously, I know he's last. <laughs> yeah, he's last. I'm still saying Heath is top performance-wise. Okay. It, it's just ridiculously good, that. This is second for me. Second, right. As a performance of the Joker, I think this is brilliant. So, I'd put that second. Nicholas third. Mm. Am I missing someone here? Nicholas. Nicholson. Nicholson, sorry. <laughs> you um, I, no. I call him Nicholas. No, he's Nicholas through his friends. friends. <laughs> yeah. um, no, there's only been four, hasn't there? 
So there's there's my order, but there's a massive difference, is what I'm going to say here. <laughs> as much as third and fourth are next to each other, can I just point out the massive, like, Grand Canyon-sized gap mm. between fourth and third? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between Nicholson like, I could and... stick a lot of those Joker cars in that canyon, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm with you, but I don't know. I feel like as this... As the more and more you watch this, I can see me preferring this interpretation over Heath's because this again will come into why I rate this in a bit. Right. Of why I can't put it above Heath. Because Heath Heath is on Heath has almost a Darth Vader Star Wars record of I mean, do you know how long Darth Vader you I think you know this fact. How it was eleven minutes or something to like that. Thirteen effect. minutes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think Heath Ledger is only in Dark Knight Rises for 18 minutes yeah. at the most, and he really makes an impact in that yeah. time. He now, Wakim is completely the, this entire film. Yeah. And my, one of my biggest fears in the lead up to this, I even posted it re- just before the film came out, was after watching the trailers, I thought, I have a feeling that we are not going to get to see the Joker until the very end. And that's it. So in the last 10 minutes, here's Joker. Yeah. And I wasn't far wrong, but. Because it was, it, but yeah. that was only the costume. The, the actual, true reveal of the reveal. Of the Joker in costume and character. But the character is interwoven yeah. in every scene. And because of that, I feel like I really watched a full Joker film. And I'm kind of, I, it's, it's unfair to compare them. I think they're doing co- two completely different portrayals. Yeah. Two very different Jokers and, and two very different style movies. Mm. So I, it's like trying to compare Cesar Romero to Heath yeah. Ledger. No, I, I get that. And I think um, it, there's a slight unfairness to it, I do think, because one's a full film, one's sort of in and out. Mm. I, I just think, as as the Joker, I think Heath has got more. But I, I do think it's very close, and I would not have thought that Anyone someone would have got quite as close as he did. And that's real big testament. In a character piece as well. Yeah. So, fair enough, like, because you've got a thing, and I think we should probably go into the rating side of it, yeah, so I can sort of go on what I'm, what I'm on about. Go on. I'm, I'm so, on. I, I rated this a nine. Okay. I, I absolutely loved it. There is not massive things wrong with it. As a film in its own right, aside from Batman, mm-hmm. it's fucking brilliant. It's near enough perfect. Yeah. But did you notice what I said there? Batman. There's no Batman. So it cannot be 10. It just cannot oh, physically... Come on. It cannot physically be a 10 because he's not got Batman to bounce off. This is why he's better because he has got a Batman to bounce off. I stand by this. I came out of that film thinking... Is Thomas this Wayne is not as Batman? near, near perfect, this film. This is... You know what I'm like about my 10s? I yeah. hand them out very, very infrequently. This is fucking as close as you get without getting in my 10 group. This is, honestly... Okay, now right, put Batman fucking in... Fucking Put Batman in that film now. It, then it'd be a 10. No, I mean, put him in. Tell me how you put no, Batman I'm in. Just saying. You can't put Batman can't, in, man. You're not in this film, man. No, but you can't do that. <laughs> I can't. You can't. Well, I have. Every <laughs> film would be like, oh, it was a 9 out of 10. John Wick 4, but 9 out of 10. in that universe. I, I think... You can't put Batman in that no, film. I'm not saying you can. I'm saying it's a 9.9. And that 0.1% is because there isn't a valid Batman aside the Joker. <sighs> I'm I, telling you. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but until you tell... If you were to say to me, there was no Batman in this film, and I will tell you why that's a failure, by yeah. explaining how you could successfully have put a Batman in this film, I would I I hear you out, well, no, but I don't... Because I don't it was physically not possible in the story. It In fact, it would have detracted from the story. It would have... You, you're talking about a completely different film where... Bruce Wayne's already established. Yeah. Some Joe Cool has already killed his parents. You would probably then revert his parents would all be dead if Batman exists. So you probably wouldn't get this whole did my mum sleep with Thomas Wayne? Am I this am I Bruce Wayne's brother? I just don't think that would it would have remotely the same effect. And instead you just have Batman in it. I, I completely agree. 
<laughs> Your smile that tells me that you've agreed, but you still stand agreed, by what you said. I completely stand by it's nine point nine, which technically means it's a nine and not a ten. I always say we round up on this show. No, no, I'm sorry, it's a nine. Based oh. on that alone, I because I the only reason I'm saying that, and this is why I was leading you down that Batman thing before, was if you then had a Batman film done in this style mm. and you could encapsulate encapsulate the Joker character into it and still have that same effect, that is when that film becomes a 10. Because then it's the two of them. If you could get that that P the the only thing that's come close to it recently, I would say, was the Spider Man Michael Keaton thing in the car. Yeah. That tenseness between two characters. <laughs> Has not been done properly in a long time. Did you not if feel you that get... in the toilets with Thomas Wayne? Did you not feel that? No, moment? not really, because he's not Batman, is he? No, but he is. Uh, he is the the archetype. He is the no, uh, everything no. he hates. He, if the, from the minute that that Thomas Wayne appears on TV, Joker does not like him at all. Yeah, like, but his mom loves him and gushes over him, and then he's got to deal with the fact he needs to ask and find out if he's related, and then the way he comes back. And handles it terribly, like more or less like saying, Your mum's a psycho, you're a fucking unwanted runt, you've got people, you know, he's re- and then punches him in the face. It wasn't the same. It needs to be Batman and Joker for it to work. That's the only, it's two titans then. And I, I'm sorry, I'm sticking to my principles here, but that is why it's a nine. Right. I'm going with a ten. I don't hand out tens as, as much either, but I couldn't find anything to pick on other than um fucking I know it said Jack Nicholson then. Robert De Niro <laughs> just going Yeah. Uh, saying that to in three young men too many times. I'll get over that one day. Not much, I, I I loved it. There was wasn't anything I loved his like David Bowie mind performance mm-hmm. that he would do, which almost implied like that's him relaxing and becoming himself. That's him coming into his own. I loved the how it looked, how it sounded, how Every part of the script, how it's open to interpretation. There's just, I feel like it's near perfect. And also, I saw a great meme today showing um, Marvel going, let's make a movie with 40 superheroes in. And each one of them gets a perfect amount of screen time and it's cohesive and works with the rest of the universe and will have one of the best battle scenes that we've worked on and built up for 10 years. And everyone will talk about it this year. And then DC just going, release the clown. <laughs> and I it's like true. It. This is completely overtook everything that we were talking about. And I'm, I'm really, I think that when it comes down to nerdies. Oh, I'm, it's up there. I'm, I'm uh, like denominating that. But it's up there. I mean, you know, I particularly like films where it's not completely over the top, the destruction. Mm. This is the main gripe with Marvel films a lot of the time is it sometimes goes a little too over the, the board. And sometimes when they do scale it back, a la, say, something like Ant-Man, in a strange way, where the first one, it was more of a heist movie, even though it's completely ridiculous that, you know, that someone can turn into the size of an ant. Right? <laughs> it feels more real because it's not just like, oh, big budget, everything's yeah. blowing up. This is my big problem with the Spider-Man film, the the Far From Home one. Yeah. Because I, it, I just felt like, well... The villain's not even a proper villain. He's just got a big budget to do some <laughs> drones. Uh, I still disagree with you on that, although I agree that... He I, is I, Darren Brown gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I, hate, I hated the... I didn't hate... Um, I didn't like uh, Spider-Man Far From Home at all. But it's but they, just... I, I hope now we get sort of this scaled-back approach. How not it weird, though, how DC this year have released Shazam, mm-hmm. Aquaman... I said about this. And then this film? This started with Aquaman. Yeah. It's and obviously a completely different film, obviously. But yeah, very the, different. The, the, t- the turning of the tide started there because there was potentially, up until Thor Ragnarok, I can't remember the timeline of this, but Thor Ragnarok has been a gem in an otherwise sort of not... For, for me, anyway, I, I sort of thought Infinity War was near perfect. Sort of average, I did really like Infinity War. I really did. 
I didn't like Endgame as much. Because they brought everyone I didn't back. Like you wanted Captain everyone to Marvel there. that much. Yeah, Captain Marvel. I didn't Marvel like Black Panther that much. Yeah. Not as oh, much Black as every, was not bad. as much as everyone was saying about it. Yeah. I was sort of like, well, I feel like it's starting to lose something. And it'll be very, very interesting now at the turning of Marvel where they have lost the big, big guns in certainly in, in who's playing them at least. If they're going to flip it around and say, well, now they're Captain America or in some sort of form, you know. But they've lost those big, well, Captain America, Iron Man. Who else went? Uh, Black Widow. Hulk. Hulk's gone. Well, he's not gone, but he's useless. He's become, he's balanced himself out, so he's not as powerful as he was. And then he also did, he did one snap, which completely broke his arm. He's, he's, he's if, gone. If, if you're talking that that is a big, big turning in Marvel, and what if they never get back now? I know. I, 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 I mean, they've, they've had a really good fucking run, let's face it. Ten years. But usually people come out, they do three or four films, you get bored of them. X-Men being a prime example. Yeah, Transformers being a prime example. Mm. Well, I've, I've never really took a shine to the way they've done the Transformers <laughs> this time around. But is this now the turn where DC can come at this and go, we sort of got it wrong. We're going to do it this way now. And sort of just put films out. They'll be sort of more standalone. We're not going to get involved in this sort of universe malarkey. And actually become what we actually wanted from DC. Dark, gritty. Well, that, more, more to the point. That new, that new Batman's going to be a noir, isn't it? it so I'd just, I just love it to be the same sort of style. I really would. I feel like it would absolutely suit DC down to the ground to do the Batman universe in this style. And they don't need to link the films together no, that no. much. I, I just said then about even, you know, a Joker and a Batman together. They'd have to be very, very clever to pull it off because the whole way this worked is that it was just his film and Batman was a side character. As so I'm they, they need to do I... Batman as a whole and just have the Joker as a side character. But yeah, I, 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 I think that that would... That's why I, I don't think it would work. I, I get where... I think you're completely fantasising. Well, you are, because it's not going to happen. But, yeah. God, we could talk about this film forever. Mm-hmm. I think, but this is the beauty of this, because I think it has... This is definitely mixing it up now and changing expectations. And I think Marvel might need to shit a brick here, because the next one they've got come out is Shang-Chi. Mm. And after this, to go to essentially a karate fighting film. What is obviously DC's next venture out? Um, DC's uh, it is it's Batman twenty twenty. Is it? It's that or Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is coming out. Do you ever look now? I think it's either Batman is coming out with Robert Pattinson. Um, Because I thought. For some reason or another, that might be a long way off. No, I think and it's that we would have, you know, certainly. I think oh, well, I think... Birds of Prey, I'm not counting. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the advert that trailer came on before this film. Just saying, not <laughs> counting it. Have you seen it, that trailer? It, it, yeah, and it looks messy. Almost Have Suicide you... Squad Two, isn't it? Yeah, in a certain way. I, 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 no. This is exactly the opposite to what I want DC to do, yeah, really, yeah. is that sort of, we're down with the kids, man. And the fantabulous emancipation. Yeah. Well, it is Wonder Woman. Is it Wonder, Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is June 5th, 2020. And then Batman? So it's a long old time, that for a DC film. Well, ba- no, and ba- if they make it right, then happy days. You've then got the Batman, which is June 25th, 2021, closely followed what? by... What? What? 2021? 2021. Oh, fucking hell. And then followed by the next month, or two months, yeah, two months, sorry, the next Suicide Squad. Now, that upsets me. The James Gunn Suicide Squad is not coming out in 2021. 2021. Well, I'm sure they began filming. There's it no... says filming, but it says US release date, August 6th, 2021. There's no way something's being filmed now and not coming out. The only thing out... I can think is... Maybe Batman is a lot more central to Suicide Squad than it appears. And they need the Batman first to introduce Batman to then have the Suicide Squad. But mm. I don't know. But that 
sort of upsets me a little bit because I think they should sort of leave that. Yeah. I, they're already filming it, so it's going to come out in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if it was me, DC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what did you think? Tell us in the comments down below or email us at talknerdyuk@gmail.com. Um, I always think this is the, ne- the this is the only the only film that we're going to be talking about next is is if it's Birds of Prey this year. Uh, Birds of Prey is next year. So in we will have Star Wars. Star Wars uh, is the next probably big big thing we'll talk about. Uh, I... I don't know. I'm sure we'd find something. I mean, there is the it, but we sort of briefly covered. I've that we briefly covered. It. I've, I've already not written review oh, on right. the site, yeah. so we're not. <laughs> it's as if you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, JB. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm well, learning just as much as you guys are. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you think. Is Gaz right? Am I right? Are we both wrong? Um, have you got anything to about Gaz? No. You never do. <laughs> I've been Jay. I'm Gaz. And we've been talking dirty. Keep talking dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's not. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. Shot down in May But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top Back on top in June